Hey guys, welcome to episode four of Growing Up Differently. Now, we've had so much feedback over the last three episodes of, you know, things hitting people differently, um, people starting their journeys. Um, I've put up some of the um, messages people have sent me, and there's plenty more, uh, which I will post. I just have to ask them first if it's okay. But um, going into, oh, sorry, going off the back of part three, was sort of that relationship phase where I think people have been through that, especially in the past 12 to 18 months through the COVID period where stuff really got hard, stuff, you know, was brought to the surface and it was either let's deal with it or let's suppress it. Um, and it probably is gonna come out later on for some people, which is unfortunate that they maybe didn't take that opportunity to really you know, open up about how they felt towards each other or, you know, what was going on, what's going on in life uh, right now, I suppose. But um, for the most part, yeah, it seems like um, that relationship one um, hit home quite hard for people, especially recent times. So this next part um, sort of goes into sort of um, about not only my dad for the first time opening up which is such a special moment in my life, which I'll never ever forget. Um, my friends, uh, when I went back to New Zealand, fully opening up as well, and um, my um, my my grand my grandma actually really uh, opened up as well, which is um, you know all those people that have been super close in my life for a long period of time was actually the first time in my life that they've honestly just fully opened up and told me the truth of not only how they felt towards me but you know the things they saw that had changed and you know you can look at it like a few ways you could be like well why didn't they tell me but the reason that they didn't tell you is they like if they if they saw that you were happy in, in that environment then you know good friends encourage you um and if they're not around you all the time they don't see all the i suppose the behind the scenes sort of stuff so that can um it can make it difficult for them to actually um see what's actually going on in your life so um so yeah that's this little little um 30 40 minutes uh we're going to get into that so if you don't know, I went, um, went home for, uh, what, six weeks uh, at Christmas, and I, I had to quarantine for two weeks, and um, I'll tell you a little bit of a story here, which is, it's, a, it's an amazing story, actually, it's, yeah, it's, that, that, that was sort of, I'll never forget this person, and we're, we're good friends now, but this was, like, the, the, I think it was, like, the tipping point, um, where I started realizing that like I could be happy um, you know I was opening up more and I created a very very good friend in uh, quarantine which is gonna sort of make people be like what are you talking about um, and so you know through that period that was quite it was quite heavy COVID like people were on lockdown people were really unsure what was going on in the world and sort of I sort of had been through a little bit of hard stuff so I went home so I need to I need to be around my, my close friends and family just for some support and just to really get away from everything which was great but obviously like I said I had to quarantine for two weeks and on the plane ride over there you know it was pretty much 
there's only like 20, 25 people on a, on a massive plane, which is, you know, it's weird. The airport's dead. There's no one there. You, you sort of just don't know what's going on. And, you know, on the plane, um, I wasn't sitting next to anyone because they're not allowed. But before that at the airport, I was going to get something to eat and uh, walked past the guy and I was like, is there anything open down there? And he goes, yeah, bro, Subway, is there anyone open? So little did I know that that person was going to become, you know, a very, very close friend of mine. Um, and so when you got Subway, you know, walking around, got on the plane, got off the plane. When you get off the plane, you sort of like ushered in by like the army to like, yo, uh, pick up your stuff. And then you get like pushed into a bus. Then you get pretty much shoved off to a, um, a hotel. And it's all, it's all pretty, pretty full on. But at that time, they were, you know, they were trying to really um, get rid of as many as much virus going around depend you know and people have their different things on it but at that time it was it was pretty full-on so we went to this hotel and on the bus ride there though i actually ended up sitting next to that uh, this guy his name is john and johnny boy and what a beautiful human this man is holy shit uh I, I i honestly hadn't met someone as genuine in this guy for a very long time and i'd sort of forgot how much sort of he was just like a super loving person and he was just all about happiness and you know being in the present and yeah just everything that i wasn't he was he he was doing and it was such a it was such a cool little cool little pro uh sort of part of my journey over to new zealand that um you know we started chatting on the bus and you know just connected instantly um started talking about anything and then um when we got to the hotel he was sort of sort of like oh we'll catch up we'll come outside and make sure we catch up and things and then we got each other's numbers and um all sorts and room numbers and so he i was on the 10th floor he was on 16th i'm pretty sure and we literally so from that moment on, we literally caught up every day outside. We'd literally ring each other every morning, have a coffee together, talk, what's going on on the TV today, you know, watch some horse racing or watch a movie. Um, we would have beers over FaceTime um, and talk about all things life, what's going on, the hardship we've been through. And I'm not gonna go into his story because that's none of my, that's not my, um, my business to talk about but he'd been through some similar sort of stuff um so related really well to what i was going through which was such a good person to have when i was in a place of you know isolation so we did this every single day all day every day and created this you know this relationship that was was very very not only very special but in quarantine it made quarantine actually like very like very easy um and yeah and we sort of like i said we'd have you know um, facetime facetime parties would invite our friends in and head out and meet his friends and he'd be and um he'd meet mine and yeah it was as it we I look back now and it's yeah it was like i said before it's a pretty special moment um to meet someone like that in that situation um because there was so much negativity around at that time and everyone was like you know this is full of shit why am i doing this and it was and me and him were having the opposite end of the spectrum <laughs> we were exercising drinking beers catching up laughing you know telling stories you know listening to music all night and like it was yeah it was, it was a really cool time so 
you know that that was sort of <laughs> went on a little bit of a tangent there but that's where I, I look back now and you know it might resonate with some some people they might go I've met, I, I, that happened to me I've met someone like that recently when I'm going through like a, a change in my life and you know those people sort of have a massive impact on um, not on your outlook but you know you know having someone like that daily and that time just really kept you kept the morale up and um, you know kept you in a good headspace which is you know was super important for me for me then so I'll always be uh, um, thankful for for meeting that that man and uh, yeah we're gonna catch up soon um, and, and that'll be awesome so we will be friends for life and um, yeah so after that obviously after that little cool story <laughs> I went um, went home mm, old man lives on a farm he's got a nice little block there and um, it was sort of weird at the start because dad my, my dad uh, he, he's been through a couple of marriages um, and he's a he's a very very chilled person um, I've never actually heard him raise his voice in his life like and if he has I cannot remember it um, um, he, he's very calm um, you know he doesn't stress too much about things or doesn't let stuff get to him um, and you know I used to it used to be quite hard for me because I used to be like obviously very highly strung with all the shit I had you know put away for so long and um, we never really sat down and talked about things um, until I went home and he was he's had a massive influence on me just accepting things for what they are he's very good at that and I potentially probably needed this earlier on in life but you know in the circumstances that we had growing up it just wasn't there and I think if he was around all day every day in my life my perspective on things would have been much differently because he has such a different he's just like aura around him that's just calm and if things don't go wrong or don't go right it's always it's it'll be fine like it'll figure itself out and then we move on uh, which is it's such a powerful way to look at things and it, people sometimes will never actually find that they just they don't find that and it's like he has this like inner peace with himself or something it's 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 quite special and i've only seen it more and more that we've you know talked and hung out and and things like that and he's got a new partner which um and this is it like he is happy and i don't think he's been he, he definitely hasn't been happy his whole life and things like that but you know when you when you see someone that has that type of heart and then finds happiness that's it's it's a it's a it's something to see um especially when it's my dad um so that that was that was quite quite special to see he's you know he's much different he's yeah and, he, and he's more open about talking about things so i um we were sort of sitting around um having a few beers we had a uh, i got out on christmas day uh which was different and i went in there on my birthday which was even more different so yeah um so we had a big day boxing day all my friends came around family i haven't seen for years and then that was it like i was so even when i used to go home i was just caught in this world of like 
I only want to catch up with who I want to catch up with. And my priorities were so fucking shit. And so out of whack that I was, um, you know, I didn't want, didn't take the time to see the family that had been such a big part of my life for so long. It was, it was like, a, it was like it was a chore. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, I can't fuck go and see them and this and that. And then deep down, I think with my, my ex-partner I've talked to this, talked to a couple of people about this is we, we do come from different worlds and I think I was deep down sort of embarrassed I don't know, it sounds bad but embarrassed about like my upbringing compared to what either she had or other people had and I think I'd I'd been like that since a kid because we'll go later on in that when I talk about all my grand my grandparents were talking about to me but so I think I just was like, oh no, we don't need to go see them. It's alright, and oh, it was. It's. I look back now, and it was. It is fucking sad that I had that. With the people that loved me more than anyone, that I was pushing them away again to, you know, make myself look like I was doing well, and that's a really fucked up thing to do. Um, and yeah, I've, that, it does hit me pretty hard thinking like that because that all I want to do now is like hang out with them and there's such good value and they're so good for me and at that time that I was suppressing and pushing them away was probably the time I needed them the most I needed that grounding I needed to be told that everything's all right but this is not who you are and those are the people that would have been able to get through to me so I think that was why I was scared to bring them in so close because they would have seen how much that I wasn't the person, you know, that I was growing up. So, so just off the back of that, we were, yeah, a couple of days later, we were having some beers, me and the old man and that, and um, this song came on. It's an eagle song, um, Lion Eyes. And it came on and... I, I, oh, it's another, it's another moment in my life. It's just so vivid in my, in my mind. It's such a, like I said, it's probably one of the most special times of my life I've had uh, recently with, you know, this stuff. And we were sitting there having a few beers. You know, we'd had, a, had, had a few. Um, song comes on, and every, we just stopped talking. It was quite silent, and I sort of look over at Dad. And I'm like, something, something's going on here. Like he's, I've never seen him like this. He was, you know, it was almost like he started sort of sobbing a little bit. <clears throat> and I was like, fucking, I was choking up a little bit going, what's going on? Like maybe this song, you know, um, there's something that he remembers when he was with mum or something like that. I don't know. I, I couldn't figure it out at the time. And the song, because it's a long song, as the Eagles ones are. And, you know, he gets like four or five minutes into it. And he just gets up and starts crying. And just hugs me. <clears throat> like, hugs me. Like, like I've never been hugged before in my life. Um. And uh, he just pulled me in as tight as he fucking could and said, <clears throat> I'm sorry I wasn't around as much as I could have been in your life. <clears throat> Ugh. 
yeah so that just happened at 34 years old um better late than never i reckon but um <laughs> yeah it was it was a very uh intense moment but like i said it was the first time that my dad had shown that um that emotional um connection with me or you know he'd opened up emotionally and i think a lot of parents and kids don't have that connection uh, and they don't get it uh, like you, yeah you know that you're loved by your parents and things like that but a lot of people have emotional disconnection with their parents they don't they're not open enough to tell them about all these things so i think because i was sitting there daily and we were talking i was opening up and he was listening and then i was listening to him we had this we've created this emotional connection with each other and 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 that's i think where that connection of um that that intimacy sort of came in it was like like we're both in a space where we're, we're happy to do this and we're open to sort of you know connect on that level um and i don't think many um families will ever ever have that um especially my dad's 60 about 65 so that's a very he grew up in that very uh, that old school sort of you know and he was you know brought up you know that that tough loves type of world and you just work 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 and you're a hard ass and he is a hard man don't get me wrong um but to see that side come out you know at that age then you know there's no there's no time limit on your life where you can change and start really doing some inner work or working on yourself to become a better person so that was so that happened and then from then on like our connection was it was, it was crazy like um like we'd, we'd we'd have a few parties at the house when i was over there and like it was yeah it was like we'd we were two different people towards each other and you know we were i don't know we would laugh all we did was laugh and you know we worked together when we were there most days as well and um you know i'd go down to his work and socialize with his friends and they all remember me as a kid and like it was a it was a really really cool time um and we talk we talk once a week now we just bring each other and talk for you know an hour or more it's just about life we don't even need an excuse to talk to each other and uh, i can't even talk that was terrible um we don't even need that excuse for something to happen or anything and i think that's what people get stuck in is especially with your parents or your loved ones is like you get stuck in this oh i i need something important and it's like no you don't just ring and say hey dad how are you like, are you doing all good like, what's been happening and then if they're in the same you know if you've got that emotional connection then they just start talking like you know man you just have a general conversation rather than relying on something to happen like i think i look back now and we only really um started um we used to only like talk or catch up when like something had gone wrong like a uh you know either or something good like oh we catch up at weddings or funerals or 
you know, all this shit that just happens in life and you're like, what a shit, that's not a connection. That's, you've only been brought together by someone else, which is, you know, that's pretty sad and it's your parents or, you know, cousins, aunties and uncles and whatever. So, yeah, so, so that was like with dad opening up and then, you know, after that daily he was, he was very like, he knew if I was feeling, you know, not good about things or and I missed the kids and I wasn't unsure what was going to be happening and stuff and he was like, come on, let's get up. And he was real proactive of like getting me moving and getting me into a good headspace and he was like, every night he's like, it's going to be fine. You're going to, you know, you're going to do really well. You're going to bounce back great from this and, you know, this is, he's like, I've been through it a couple of times and it's tough but, you know, You've, you've got to be happy happiness is the key and he or he said that every day he's like you have to be happy from now on like do not lose when you find it that happiness he's like do not lose it keep it and who cares what anyone else thinks and you know when you hear someone like that's been through all this stuff before that has, has then again found like pure happiness and like contentment with himself he like it's it's uh you, you take it on board a lot more and um yeah you, you don't forget it you don't forget the times that he was or he was saying that stuff to me which was um which is pretty cool so yeah i had a i had a very it was almost like an awakening with my dad when i was back um and yeah i'd love to get him on a podcast one day and you sit down and chat and you'll be able to you'll be able to hear it in his voice the way he speaks about happiness and going through tough times and stuff so um so yeah, that was uh, that was my dad opening up, and then um, you know that was. But it's not going to resonate to everyone with that because I don't know if people have been through that journey yet, and that it's that's a hard one, especially if your dad's older, for them to really just let their guard down and let their emotions flow at that age. So I'm very grateful for that. That's that's something that I'll that I'll never forget. Um, because like I said, I know that that's, that, that'd, that'd be very, very hard and take a long time for some dads to open up and, and they probably won't, which is the sad part. But, you know, if you need to do that, maybe just, yeah, just get in, get onto the phone, start talking to them more. Or, you know, if you feel like you, you've had like a disconnection for so long, then try and rebuild it. Because, you know, you just keep getting older and older and you don't want it to get too late and then you just regret it. And then and that's the fucking worst thing. Um, I was lucky enough to be like that with my mum because we've always been huge communicators we always talked about everything whether it was girls, rugby, drinking fucking everything it was always like it was like we were just friends so but I didn't have that with dad and now I do so it's, uh, it's a beautiful space to be in and uh, like I said it's uh, yeah it's, it's a special time now when we talk it's, it's all there's no hiding anything so it's great so yeah hopefully i don't know if anyone's been through it. if you have sort of um put it out there because it's um i think it's a i think it's one that really holds back that um family relationship uh, when you get older as well so so yeah so after that it was sort of the the next part was sort of you know my friends started opening up to me as well my close mates so i was hanging out with them a lot and they were like, you, you feel like you're, you know, you're becoming a different person, your, your energy's different, like you're not, 
you're not just about wolfy all the time right now it's like you have sort of let that go and you're just processing things and but they even told me like they all you know and i appreciate it because when you're around someone a lot you can actually all you go through these situations you're going to you're going to find your best friends will tell you the truth and, and and they did and they said you know like you 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 weren't really that nice of a person like when you're around us we had good times and things but you weren't the person we grew up with like you changed so much um and and not for the good um you know you'd you'd do things just to please yourself and then you know you wouldn't take time away to hang out and if it was it was only on your own accord and um, you'd take training over friendships and like it was it was good to hear because exactly what I did and that was that was my hiding mechanism of being like see I'm fucking killing it I, I moved over here and life is awesome when it, when it wasn't so you know they started opening up to me a bit more and even like the way I used to you know talk to people or you know um even like with like ex-girlfriends and things like that back in the day it was kind of like yeah it brought up a lot of things and yeah like you need that you need that you need your friends to be able to do that to you because otherwise it's just it's not gonna it's not gonna help you if they just keep lying to you telling you that, you, that you're doing well so that was cool and then um and now they see me uh, like, holy shit, like this dude, like that's the guy we went to school with. He's that like that genuine loving guy. He wants to have fun, but he's, you know, he's not all about the limelight and stuff like this, which was, which was like, yeah, it's just like it is. It's just a, it's just a process, it's just a journey. And it's, like I said, there's plenty of time for me to get better and that it won't stop. You just gotta keep working on it like anything. Um, and then the next part was sort of my uh, grandma, you know, and she actually wasn't surprised. <laughs> but she, like about that, she's like, you know, it's not great, but she's like, I'm actually kind of not surprised. And I was like, holy shit, grandma, get it out. She's just like, no, nah, you've always been like a really deep kid. And I was like, what do you mean deep? And she's like, oh, I used to talk about things like when you were know eight years old that eight-year-olds don't talk about and I was like what do you mean she's I used to talk about like family situations and money and cars and houses and other siblings and like stuff that you wouldn't think an eight-year-old would have in his head um, I was talking about all that stuff at the time and she knew from then that like I was a little bit different as a kid I thought differently and like everything um, if I was in a comfortable, safe place to talk, it was it was a much like the chat went really, really wild, if you could say that for an eight year old. Um, and and that's when she sort of said like it, it didn't surprise me because I think when you when you're not happy like you know and you don't have someone to talk to about these things like you've talked to me for years you used to talk to your mum about it for years that really deep that real deep stuff then all of a sudden like you just started boiling it up and it would come out in frustration and I didn't know anything about this I didn't know that I was really open and I used to talk about heaps of stuff um, but if you listen to what I was talking about when I was an eight-year-old I was almost like starting that like judgment phase of like oh you know I'm, I'm not good enough or 
my parents don't have the nicest car or the biggest house or and and I'd seen families with that and thought that 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 was what happiness was so at, at an eight-year-old was a f- sort of attaching those things already to stuff that was out of my control at the time you know what I mean so like that's pretty full on and that is pretty deep for a young person to understand that that's actually going on when realistically an 8 year old should be worrying about going to school hanging out for his mates and I was thinking about this stuff so you know grandma was talking about all that stuff and she said the more I got into high school the more I'd open up about things and I she just said I seemed to understand stuff that was going on and it was yeah it was really weird to talk about because i can't i don't really remember talking about it but she has it like vividly remember she's like out of all the my kids growing up and the cousins and that he's like you're the one that would talk about serious life things um from like eight years and then into your teens which i was like shit so you know i think that's where a lot of it obviously started as well if you look back uh, on episode two it's similar sort of stuff you know transitioning into that so yeah i don't have too much more to talk about on that one but i think that one might hit home a little bit uh you know with my dad grandparents and opening up but the sort of the thing behind it is open up if you need to ask your family something like go do it um or try and get something out of them or find out what you were like as a kid because you know we're not now that i found out what it was like as a kid it's easier to put the pieces to the puzzle and be like that's where that suppression started that's where i was hiding that's where i wasn't validated that's where i was the abandonment stuff like and then you can start understanding it and like accepting it for what it is rather than not knowing and just saying oh yeah i've just got some issues that's don't put that title on yourself make sure you find out what's going on before you start trying to fix it because you you might be fine in those areas you know what i mean you just don't know so um yeah so that was sort of my um yeah sort of awakening with my my family i suppose and now i you know have a much better relationship with them because of what happened um and the stuff i've been through so so yeah um I'm going to leave that one there. Uh, I hope that one sort of hits home for a few of you guys. Uh, there's going to be another, still another episode coming. And then we're going to try and dive in and sort of do sort of maybe one a week just on general stuff of um, all the questions that have come through, all the people that have sort of messaged me about their stuff. And then, like I said, um, hopefully be in the next couple of weeks jumping on with an organisation that's going to help you guys on your journey. Or if you need help or you know someone that wants to start, we can send them in the right direction, get that professional help, which is which is awesome. So again, thank you uh, for listening in. Uh, thanks for all the shares, all the likes, uh, all the messages as well. It's unbelievable, actually. Keep them coming. Don't stop them. Loving them. Love hearing you guys' journeys or stuff you've been through already or, you know, maybe some of these podcasts, like I said, are actually awakening things in you to be like that that's me i need to fix that before you know other stuff goes downhill so other than that have a have a great day and i will uh see you in the next episode